go ahead and get this thing going. We're gonna cut this beard down a little bit. You guys know how it goes when, especially, you're talking about hair and these sorts of things. That concludes everything, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to grind. Let's continue to get this thing going one way or another. Hey, you guys gonna see the end product because his hair just grows fast. You guys know how this thing go. Let's go, let's go, Cowboy Nation. All right. We're back at it, Cowboy Nation. We are. cowboy nation we're back at it hey i hope i didn't scare you guys to death but hey you know it is what it is cowboy nation we're going to talk a little bit if you guys got a little time for me um on this beautiful saturday uh let me know if you do if not we can just roll somewhere else yes i got the baby face going right now it is what it is i told you guys i'm a man of my word i said i would cut my beard or i shave my beard so i did and we didn't make it to the playoff I was, I'm, I'm really upset about that right but hair will grow back though cowboy nation all right so <clears throat> cowboys bring in mccarthy as a i guess a coach candidate to uh go over a few things the first thing that i believe that they're gonna ask mike can you work with jason garrett that's the first thing they're gonna ask can you sign jason garrett can you sign my son you see and on top of that remember he had a situation where he left uh, green bay packer land because his play calling was vanilla in a sense a lot of people were saying that it was vanilla but when you have aaron Rodgers, hmm when you have Aaron Rodgers, you can do a lot of vanilla stuff because it's kind of sort of like having Tony Romo back there and Tony Romo was able to improvise and, and get things going in the right direction per se. So I don't know. I don't know whether or not. Now, even if you do get Mike, right, you bring him in, who's going to be your defensive coordinator? Who's going to be your D.C., right? <laughs> happy wild card Saturday. Yes, uh, wild card team. Let me know. Put it in the comment box, too. Uh, of letting me know who who is playing today or what have you because i would like to know because i really have not been tuning in to any uh sports or what have you as relates to uh nfl of who playing and these sorts of things so um <clears throat> it it is what it is uh shout out shout out time thank you everybody for tuning in uh sanja really appreciate you valeria really appreciate you again and mandy yeah really really do appreciate you uh for tuning in on the uh, facebook panel um <laughs> you said i missed the spot you know I, I can't cut it all the way off you know but it, it is uh it will be back in probably a couple of weeks you guys probably like saying yeah this dude look like james hard and all this crazy stuff right it's gonna happen in a few weeks right people are gonna go back to saying saying that and these sorts of things uh in actuality i'm eight years older right um <clears throat> mike mccarthy can lead the cowboys to a victory cowboys nation this is what he's saying or he or she is saying uh let me know if you're a he or she <laughs> cowboys nation uh here's the thing um when we begin to look at a uh the dallas cowboys and their coaching journey and the reason why we are upset is because of this right here cowboy nation talent talent levels are always important and when you get in, when you're talking about 
developing your staff is always best to start early opposed to starting late. I said it the other day uh, when we was talking about the free agency, uh, the free agency, the day opening uh, bill versus Texans. Okay. Shout out to Eastside Harold. We will be looking at the Texans. We will be rooting for the Texans. Uh, however, but we'll see what they can do. And, and shout out to Cole Beasley, you know. <laughs> so it's, this is going to be an interesting game, uh, Bills versus Texans. Uh, it's going to be a good defensive game. So we'll see Tennessee versus the Patriots. Oh, it'll be crazy if the Patriots get out in the first round. Oh, my goodness. Um, who else on the um, NFC side, you know? Uh, Y'all gave me two AFC teams. Any NFC teams going to be uh, playing today? Uh, shout out to you, Stellos. Let the AI speak. A la WTF, astonished face. <laughs> yes, look like I got the baby filter on, baby. Yes, indeed, really appreciate you. Uh, last draft sucked. Uh, I can go back and forth with that, yeah. Uh, Law Nation went off last night, 40 points, triple-double. <laughs> shout out to you, Q. Uh, fifth round uh, pick for Beasley. That's what we get for, for a compensatory pick? Probably so. Um <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, do look like I lost a few pounds after I shaved the beard. Yes, NFC plays tomorrow. Oh, okay. Okay, appreciate you, uh, Sean B. All right, so McCarthy, what will he bring to the table different from the Dallas Cowboys' uh, current uh, coaching staff and regime? Uh, my thing is there's a documentary out there of how he went and revamped. He took a year off. He took a year off from football and he looked at everything from A to Z. I think it was a year. It could have been a year and a half, but I think it was a year, right? And he looked at everything from A to Z. He said, okay, I want to know the science of the game. I want to know the nature and the flavor of the game from A to Z. I want to be able to be a leg up, a, an extra inch in, because remember football is a game of inches and it's about winning those individual battles. So, that we can win these games. I've seen so many people commented earlier in my chat about, ooh, made another donation to help grow the nation. Uh, Stello says uh, Seahawks 31, Philadelphia Eagles 8. I don't know. It's a, it's a, um, it's a, a, a road game for the Seahawks. It's a, um, a game that they both are familiar with each other. I think that it's going to be a, a close game, believe it or not. I think that the Philadelphia Eagles front seven can can compress the run just a little bit. I think that their weaknesses is going to come back to hunt them, uh, uh, Stellos. And whenever you guys make the donation to help grow the nation, you know I got to answer your questions. Um, uh, and I think that um, with the Philadelphia Eagles versus the uh, Seahawks, I think it will be a close game until their weaknesses are, are being broadcast and that meaning that their defensive backs are going to get used and abused and that's just reality of it russell wilson throws the best deep balls in the nfl and then on the run boy one thing that i can say about the philadelphia eagles when a quarterback on the run and roll out and they get away from that pocket and they get away from all of that pressure from the inside whew, it'd be a long day for the philadelphia eagles and that's me objectively speaking by the way um, <clears throat> Pluto says, where did Law Nation go? I don't know, man. Y'all help me find them. Debbie, really appreciate you. Terry Turner, thank you for tuning in. So back to the, the topic at hand, uh, Mike McCarthy, the difference between his regime versus the regime that we have now is that he's going to be thinking outside of the box. I'm thinking that when I look at 
McCarthy the time that we played him. And I can't stand, boy, I can't stand those Packers. I can't stand them. They've been a pain in my backside for a long time. You know what I'm talking about, right, Cowboy Nation? Those Packers, they figure out ways to beat us with, uh, I think we was up 28 to 3. They had a guy named Matt Flynn for crying out loud. And uh, he came back and beat Tony Romo and company. And then they had the guy, Traymond, whoever that guy named, caught the interception at the shoelaces of the uh, of, of, of the ground or what have you. That's how close that ground, that ball was. I forgot the name, Tremont or something like that. Those Packers always been uh, our bad side. So can we get some of this flavor to be flipped around? And and I think about McCarthy, and I thought about the way that he was using Eddie. Guys, remember that? Remember that guy? What was his name? Eddie Lacy, or what was his name? Oh my goodness! But but he was so big and uh, and had those. Uh, he was the first refrigerator with legs. If anybody want to talk about game planning, uh, I think that that was the first blueprint on how to beat the Dallas Cowboys' poorest front four. It was the Eddie Lacy. Yeah. <laughs> Long as McCarthy bring in somebody that can good run the defense, we'll be straight. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm Joe Budden now. <laughs> Eddie Lacy, y'all. Yes, yes. Uh, and Leron says he want Greg Roman. Okay, y'all remember Eddie Lacy though? Hmm. <laughs> oh man, those games were tight. Uh, in 2016, although we were able to find a way to win, uh, it, it was still a tight situation. But I remember, I recall the year before that, I think 2015, we lost um, to, to the uh, Packers because of they were able to run the rock. And then I go back to 2014, we lost because uh, we were not able to establish the run completely. And we had DeMarco Murray playing basketball with the football and our kicker missing the kick. And, and it's just the small things that we need to correct and analyze, Cowboy Nation. Uh, I've seen people posted in my comment box about, man, Law, if you just go back and look at the games this year, uh, and, and shout out to your name because I don't have it on, on the top of my mind, uh, he lamented the fact that if the Cowboys just do this, if they make a change at the kicker, <laughs> put it like this, if they make the change at the kicker, we could have won at least three more games. Hmm? Cheeseburger Lacey, yes, boy, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I feel like a bigger version of Beast Mode. Yeah, he was during that time frame. And if if he knew how to utilize the running back situation, because I can guarantee you, Eddie, he can't even hold uh, Ezekiel Elliott's jockstrap. You see what I'm saying? He can't hold nothing. He's not comparable to it in Ezekiel, the main man, Elliott. If Mike was able to utilize Eddie, Eddie, you see what I'm saying? I think that Mike will be able to utilize and brutalize and, and, and be able to figure out how to use Ezekiel Elliott and pair that up with uh, Dak Prescott and his ability. And then on top of that, to sprinkle in a Tony Pollard as an extra um, as a extra uh, additive to that thing. Natasha, what's good with you? Shout out to you. Uh, Resign for bath. Yeah, because Mondo... I believe that stat was out there. We would have at least been, I think, 11 and 5. If the kicker make his kicks, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
But that's coaching too. That's coaching being able to identify with the issues and the struggles of this team. Just like I said yesterday, being able to understand that, hey, we're getting third and 14. We're getting third and 15. But you mean to tell me we can't get third and one? <laughs> you mean to tell me we can't get third and two? Or we go for fourth and one when it's on our side of the field, but we get all the way down there. And when it's fourth and one on, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On our opposing side, we just sit there and fold up like a wild. It, hmm. it, it's crazy, Cowboy Nation. Um, <clears throat> the offseason is long. This is from my guy Morales. Uh, I, I agree. The offseason is super, super long. Uh, we got some people that's going to be in this draft that we're going to be heavily on. Uh, remember, right now we're doing soft look at people at the draft. And then you want to be able to, during the combine, to be familiar with the people during that time frame to see if you can see if those numbers that you looked at, that, that field vision that you was able to look at, does it marry well with the, I guess, the numbers out there when they do the underwear Olympics? And then from the underwear Olympics, you'll know more about those players that's going to be in the draft as it relates to their personal, um, <clears throat> I'm kind of losing my voice here, their, their personal views of everything, and especially especially uh if they are right kind of guys you know <laughs> just what i want to see if they they're able to pick up and understand I, I want first and foremost i don't want the blunt smoking uh a player you see and nothing wrong with smoking a blunt here and there but i don't want that guy I don't want the guy, as my guy Vaj Lombardi would say, the gun under the seat guy. I don't want the gun under the seat guy. I don't want that type of guy. I don't want the guy that said, ah, I kind of, football is okay. I don't like football all the way, though, but I will play it to put money on the table. I don't want that guy. I want a guy that's going to get out there and say, okay, I want Super Bowl, Super Bowl. I want championship. I want I want a guy that says that type of thoughts. You know, Marvin Lewis. What's going on with Marvin Lewis? Marvin Lewis meeting with the Dallas today. <laughs> well, Marvin Lewis as a head coach, I don't like him. Marvin Lewis as a positional guy, maybe. I, I, I would like that, you know. Uh, <clears throat> I would like that. Fan, please stop. Stop it. We cannot get Peyton Tomlin, Belichick. Jim Harbaugh, Nick Saban, etc. Stop it. This is from TA Cowboys. Uh, I, uh, unless Belichick got a bucket list and they lose today or what have you, and he getting tired of Robert Kraft and he, he always speak highly of the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones and company, that could be a possibility. Some small percentages, maybe five percent or something like that. Saban, uh, his his percentage maybe at four percent. You know, those are very small percentages. Yeah, uh, those are very small percentages. Uh, we need those guys from the SEC. Yeah, yeah, I like those guys uh, from the SEC. Uh, David Irvin. Yeah, we don't want no David Irvin. You know, David Irvin got all of the skills in the world, all of the talent in the world. <clears throat> he do. <laughs> Ivan says, uh, shout out to Vaj Lombardi, goat, fire, fire, fire. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the, to the young goat. Uh, now, now. I probably look younger than him, you know. <laughs> uh, let, let's get the kitchens. Uh, no, no, no. You talking about Freddie Kitchens? No, 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 no. <laughs> Bob Stoops. I think Bob Stoops, he's going to the XFL, right? And when that kick off, 
Look, this is what I'm going to be doing, Cowboy Nation. We're going to be looking at some XFL stuff, you know. Uh, that'll be the first uh, talent pool that I'm going to look at. Then the draft players. Uh, man, dude, what's good with you? Marvin Lewis just for the Rooney rule, shaking my head. Oh, oh, they're bringing in. My, oh, they, they, they are. They are bringing in Marvin Lewis. <laughs> G2 Wavy, he wants to have the phone lines open. Yeah. <laughs> Try to go get Jeff Fisher and Harry Bryant. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Jeff, Jeff Fisher. And I don't know if that's a, a attempt to a joke, but I just don't like the kid, you know. Well, the young man, you see. Uh, Fisher, I think that the, the year they went to the Super Bowl, that was through the brilliancy of Steve uh, Aaron McNair. May he rest in peace. And shout out to Alcorn, although I'm JSU all day. Uh, I, I just think that, that that's due to the brilliancy of him. Uh, not nothing to do with uh, 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 Jeff Fisher's uh, acumen or ability to coach. Let the like AI speak. speak Marvin on. Lewis, hell no, astonished face. We can't have another vanilla season. Yes, indeed, Stella. I believe we can't. We don't have the longitude nor the latitude to have one of those uh, vanilla seasons. I think that right now we got a window, and the window is just getting smaller and smaller. It is. We got a strike now. Uh, shout out to you, Joe. Uh, Italy Joe on my Facebook panel. And John, let the AI speak. It's basically if we don't like any of the guys we interview, the job is ours, Jason. <laughs> here's the thing, uh, Ahmad. Yeah, Ahmed. Yeah, here's the thing. At, at this point, not saying that anybody will be a better coach than Jason Garrett, but I guarantee you a Marvin Lewis or even a uh, a quote-unquote Jeff Fisher, any of those guys, they, they can put an X on that list as it relates to head coaching. Now, it could have been a matter of circumstances between Jeff Fisher and Marvin Lewis and, and Jason Garrett of the reason why they never were successful in a sense. But I don't want that around me. I think that this team and this organization is so so much a storied organization we should go out there and get the best regardless of the situation now ex-head coaches as positional staffing uh, uh, uh of coaching on the staff i love that i said it the other day i love the fact when you used to be a head coach and you come into the fact and still fresh not like the rob marinelli situation but i'm talking about fresh like i like the fact when they brought in uh leslie frazier for the buffalo bills you see to match him up with sean mcdermott now, i like that aspect because now you got a little bit of new you got a little bit of old and the old already know that they already had their fun in the sun and they can pour upon some information to the younger coach and they can say okay now my voice is more valid because i used to be a head coach type of situation i love that fact if people want to say that they want to move away from college coaches and they want to pull up some of those retreads nothing wrong with that but we need to win regardless <laughs> and jason garrett i'm thinking that with this staff and i'm thinking with this organization shout out to you jeremy for making a donation to help grow the nation i'm thinking that with this staff and this organization the first thing the very first thing that Jason Garrett is going to, well, Jerry Jones is going to say by Jason Garrett to the, to the new coming staff, hey, do you have any room for my son? Do you have any possible way that you can bring in Jason Garrett to work with you? 
on his journey. Because if I paid attention to the exit interviews, Jason Garrett was talking to the players and saying, I would love for to have you guys back next year. You see, <laughs> and the players looking around like, whoa, whoa, wait, wait, wait a minute. Ain't your contract is up, you see? <laughs> uh, LSU safety, uh, Grant Dilpat. Man, I'll be turning all type of back flips around here. Him or uh, Simmons uh, from Isaiah Simmons. Look his look him up too. Isaiah Simmons, uh, he's a bad brother. He's a bad brother. So uh, we we gonna have some uh, some some high uh, categories of of guys that we can go get to make some changes to this team. Uh, <clears throat> Jeremy says always Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed. Um, let me see what we have here. Man, uh, much like you said, if we get got a kicker earlier, we in the playoff. This is for Mac Ramion. Yes, if we got a kicker earlier, we in the playoff. That's crazy. And I do know that people are going to say, well, if Dak Prescott throw better while he's in the money zone, green zone, red zone, yes, we'll play better as well. We'll put more points on the board. My thing is with the whole situation with Dak Prescott, Rain Dakota Prescott, however you want to call him, my thing is what this staff should do, and I love the fact that whoever they bring in, they will not have the same love affair as Jason Garrett had. This new coaching staff, they may look at it and say, yeah, you got Dak Prescott. We love what he's able to do. I think he's the third winning this quarterback back since 2016 right behind Russell Wilson um and 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 right behind uh, Tom Brady I think that uh yeah yeah Marvin Lewis will meet in, with the uh, Dallas I guess because to satisfy the Rooney rule um <clears throat> my thing is with this whole entire uh situation if you can put a veteran I'm talking about just listen listen to me Cowboy Nation like let's like say Linda Linda listen 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 this is not me hating on Dak Prescott because everybody knows that I'm like the advocate of Dak Prescott um <laughs> Dak Prescott apologies <laughs> here's the thing if you bring in a veteran a person that can identify with the struggles that he have because sometimes there's a series of games that Dak Prescott go through as it relates to slumpage. If you bring in that veteran, you show that veteran to say, okay, these are the things that you need to do in this situation. In the pivotal moment, these are the things that need to be done. I think that it will better suit the Dallas Cowboys collectively, and we won't be walking around like, oh, my goodness, we had to bring in Cooper Rush if Dak Prescott goes down. Maybe knock on wood. So that's what I'm looking at it. You know, uh, Alpha Mason says Rooney Rule. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we can't stand that Rooney rule. I, I'm not a big fan of, of, of affirmative action. I'm not a big fan of the, of the uh, Rooney rule. I'm not a big fan of, uh, of, of saying, okay, we're going to interview a guy just because he's a black guy or just because he's a minority. And a lot of people fail to realize they said, real riverboat run. He got the job without interviewing. I said, riverboat, riverboat run is a minority. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but it is what it is. Uh, they're going to satisfy, um, the political side of it then go ahead and do it but i think that the society should be able to look at people from the content of their character and the knowledge that they have inside of their brain opposed to the color of their skin but it is what it is that's just how it goes in the in this world that we live in that we share <laughs> that we share together this is what it is um bill cower <laughs> uh bill cower he's he's a statue at this time he haven't been coaching for a while you know I want some fresh guys or I want some guys that's going to be able to um, 
to identify with the current game. I list as my next head coach, and here's why. So one of the guidelines, according to The Athletic, when you're looking for a new head coach in the NFL, is lean towards an offensive coach. Uh, and they say the main reason mm-hmm. is obvious. League rules have shifted toward making scoring easier, and the best way to achieve sustained Jeff, success what's good with year you? after Shout year is to build Facebook. an efficient offense. Last year, all four teams that made the AFC and NFC title games finished the regular season in the top five in offensive efficiency. Right. This year, it's a similar story. Among the top ten teams in offensive efficiency, eight are in the postseason. Mm. So offense absolutely matters, and and basically. They say, no beard I can lead you know, <laughs> it, it can work. It's not that it can't work with a with a defensive minded head coach or, or more of a CEO type head coach. Um, it, it, it can work, and, and in some ways, it can be an advantage. For example, John Harbaugh and the Ravens. Harbaugh right. wasn't tied to one specific offensive scheme, so he was more willing to be open minded with how to best build around Lamar Jackson. And we've all seen the results with offensive coordinator Greg Roman. The problem with a defensive minded head coach. What is the problem? If you have an offensive play caller who's really good, which if you have a defensive-minded head coach, you want to make sure you pair him with a stud offensive coordinator. And if you do that, the chances are your stud young offensive coordinator is going to get a head coaching opportunity before long. Because that's the that's the The only thing that only way I got to cut this guy off just a little bit. Bill Belichick is a defensive-minded head coach, right? So that that throw away all of the analytics that they can talk about. Because in the last two decades, there's nobody that won more Super Bowls than Bill Belichick. That's just the reality of it. Because, you know, guys, I'll fight to the to the end of this earth about defense. Boy, you guys know I love defense. Defensive coordinator with Baltimore. Right. And he's rumored to really want the offensive coordinator or the passing game coordinator at LSU, the young guy Joe Brady, who's revamped that LSU offense and right. turned them into a complete juggernaut. And he was with the Saints before. That's right. He was with the Saints before. Joe Brady was. And so Martindale is the defensive coordinator in Baltimore. And the rumors are if he got a head coaching job at some point this this year, he would want to pair his himself with the Shout LSU you, passing game coordinator, Joe Brady. Cindy, and what would end up happening? Joe Brady would probably turn whatever offense that he goes to in the NFL into something pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. And a year or two later, he's going to be a head coach somewhere. And so you lose your offensive coordinator. And then what? Yeah. Right, so you you don't want that to happen. I mean, look, look what happened to uh, look what happened with Kyle Shanahan going from Atlanta to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You have the defensive head coach Dan Quinn. He he gets paired with a great offensive mind, a young Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and what happens? He goes to San Francisco, and what's happened to Atlanta since then? Yeah. They have completely fallen apart. Yeah. And look at the success that Kyle Shanahan's had out there in San Francisco. So if you get a defensive minded head coach. You're inevitably going to want to pair him with a young stud offensive coordinator. And that guy, if he has success with your team mm-hmm. for a year or two, is going to get a head coaching job elsewhere. And then you're left with what? Who knows? Yeah. My only thing is the jury is still out for the 49ers. Do you guys think the 49ers will make it far? Let me know in the comment box. Now, they are loaded on the defensive side of the ball, and the defense making a lot of noise. One can say that, yes, because of the offense, because the Shanahan situation, Kyle Shanahan, his situation of way the way he runs and operates offense and these sorts of things with the running back and, and the quarterback play and these sorts. But, man, that defense is pretty good, but the jury is still out. You can't weigh the Atlanta Falcons and measure it what the 49ers are doing when they have yet to do it. If the 49ers go to the Super Bowl again with Kyle, then I would say, okay. (laughs) But the jury, in my opinion, is still out for the 49ers.
winning record for five seasons uh, in, 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 in when he was with the Browns. Pete Carroll, he got fired from the Patriots. Andy Reid, he went 12-20 and 20 in his last couple years with the Eagles. So winning consistently is going to be hard, and when adversity hits, how is that guy up top going to be able to handle that situation? So that's why when you're looking at guys like a Marvin Lewis, like a Mike McCarthy, especially Mike McCarthy, when you, when you saw how things started to go south there in Green Bay and how he kind of wilted under that pressure, wasn't able to, he kept butting heads with Aaron Rodgers. He was bailing on meetings to go, to get, go massages, get massages, which I'm, is one of the most gangster moves I've ever seen in my life. Like, ah, Aaron's going to just throw guys, the play out anyway. Yeah, yeah you cool. guys figure it out. I'm going to go get a rub down. I'll, uh, I'll see it three o'clock. Hey, man. Let's, let's, let's be real. Let's keep it 100, Cowboy Nation. And I want you guys to give me the real honest answer. Aaron Rodgers is a diva. Let me, let's be real about it. Aaron Rodgers is a mess. Now, he did win him one little Super Bowl and everybody like, ah, Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. But one can argue the fact that that defense helped him out with a very, very, very stingy defense as it relates to uh, Woodson out there in the backfield and the other kid running off the edge, sacking the quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers is a diva. Let me know if you guys think otherwise. Open-minded to different ideas. That'll help you be able to stay on the forefront of making changes in the league. I mean, look, the Patriots, they're consistently there. On, on When you look, okay, well, how do you build the team? Well, the Patriots always seem to be about a year or two years ahead of the rest of the league, and that's because Bill Belichick is a great leader he's always open-minded and he's able to bring in guys around him that can work under him they they build a good program yeah. and i think that's going to be something you're going to need for this next cowboys coach if you want them to have long sustained success uh from the 817 tolo hayden barstow says i won't watch a single game next year if we hire marvin lewis Ooh. uh yeah <laughs> and it looks like you know patrick walker of cbs sports is has hinted at the fact that the Marvin Lewis interview does feel more like an interview for a coordinator role as mm -hmm. opposed to a head coach role. So may weird. maybe that is the case. It is weird, but we've seen the Cowboys do it before, as a lot of Tolos have noted on the Autoflex leasing fan text. Uh, so lots of Cowboys things to get to, but coming up next, let's go, uh, let's do fan jam jump around. A lot of sports things, a lot of things that we got to talk about. Cowboys, Mavs, Rangers, Stars. We'll do it next right here on the fan. All right. So that was 105.3 to fan. Check them out. Uh, radio.com. Uh, if you <clears throat> if you have that app there, or just go to uh, one hundred five point three to fan uh, dot com and you can check out all of their uh, important content. Uh, Cowboy Nation, that's the reality of it. That is the flat out reality of it. Marvin Lewis as a coordinator will be fine. This is from uh, Garcia. Really appreciate you, Devin. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I just don't like Marvin Lewis as the head coach situation. <laughs> but you know, if you look at it, Marvin Lewis. For 10 years, Jason Gary for 10 years, same results, right? Have we been the same results? Uh, I think that Marvin Lewis would have probably had a better edge with the talent that we have. That's just my objective opinion of the situation, baby. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but defensive coordinator Marvin Lewis, here's where we will make a major mistake. If we hire the defensive coordinator before you bring in the head coach, won't that be backwards? Hmm. Don't you know that there's two different type of systems that you want to be able to combine with the philosophy of the head coach? Let the head coach do his deal. Let the head coach do his magic. Oh, my goodness. Stellos. Let the AI speak when you make the donation to help grow the nation. Aaron Rodgers is a punk diva and he'll say it to his face.
Yes, he said, Aaron Dirty Rogers is a punk diva. And I will say it to his face because Aaron Rodgers, the golden boy with the golden arm and all of those things, boy, the NFL love him. They cherish him because this is the thing, how much the NFL cherish and love Aaron Rodgers. I recall in 2015, Hicks from the old crazy Philadelphia Eagles filthy landed on Tony Romo the exact same way that Barr, Anthony Barr, I believe, for the um, uh, uh, Minnesota Vikings landed on Aaron Rodgers and crushed his baby collarbone. They changed the whole room for Aaron Rodgers. They said now the opposition can't land on the quarterback, you see, because that's not acceptable. You know, it, you, 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 can't, you can't touch Aaron Rodgers. You get the Tom Brady treatment without the Tom Brady rings, you see. And and that's what I can't stand about Aaron Rodgers. He would throw, he would close his eyes and throw a ball, and then all of a sudden the receiver make a play. And they say, Oh, it's the receiver not making a play, but it's the truth of the golden arm from Aaron Rodgers. He can't do no wrong. Aaron, the dirty Rodgers that he is, he's a bad man. He gets none of the heat that Tony Romo got when he was doing it, you see. And he gets none of the, uh, Tony Romo got none of the favor and the flavor and the favor that Aaron Rodgers got. Boy, can you imagine if the NFL really, truly cared about Tony Romo and all of those late hits? Maybe they would have created some rules to help that brother out. Tony Dungeon is not coming out of the booth. This is from Devon. Yes, I agree. Yes, I agree. Uh, he's, he, he's good where he at. <laughs> he's good where he at. And then it's been a, this is from Tracy. Aaron Rodgers is a winner, though. Yeah, I, 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 ain't, I ain't saying that he's trashing that aspect, but he is a diva. He's a diva winner. <laughs> he's a diva winner. And that's just what it is with Aaron Rodgers. I, I can't stand the man, you know. Um, <clears throat> it, it is what it is. Can't hate the brother for dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, why do you think the Dallas Cowboys, who, who do you think the Dallas Cowboys' next head coach will be? Um... I don't know. It's it, it's it's a it's it's a uh, a pivotal moment right now for the Cowboys organization. We just don't know. We we don't know which direction they're gonna lean on. Uh, I'm with the mindset of you put you pull in somebody that can coach this team and hold players accountable and not looking for excuses. I want a coach that be able to identify with the struggles and make adjustments in game, not week to week. Well, of course, still make those adjustments, but I want a coach that can come in and say, okay, it's the second quarter and it's five minutes left in the quarter. We need to make these necessary adjustments. We need to figure out what they're doing better and see how we can take away those things and make it worse. You see, that's what I want. Uh, Devon said, Urban, 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 Urban. Uh, we will want to see Urban. Yes, we will want to see him out here. Yeah, we want to see him doing some things out there. And, and this is what it is. Um, and this is from Sandra. She says, it is a shame that players are too afraid to hit Tom Brady these days, basically. Shout out to you, Sandra Love. Yes, it's a shame. It's a crying shame. Let me see if 105.3, the fan is back. And uh, I'm gonna keep this show for about an hour. My favorite segment you guys have ever done. We'll keep the show for about an hour and then we're gonna spring out and do um, some other things this beautiful Saturday. Sterling Daniels, Zach Rowe. Shout out to you, Q. Childs, ABG, anybody but Garrett. <laughs> and Joshua, what's good? The beard, no. Shout out to you, Joshua Whitlock, yeah. 
Yeah, it'll grow back, though. It'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Green Bay Packers head coach is interviewing with the Cowboys today, even though Jason Garrett has not been officially relieved of his duties as the head coach. And it sounds like former Cincinnati Bengals head coach Marvin Lewis has already interviewed, according to Clarence Hill, according to Ian Rappaport. Marvin Lewis has already interviewed with the Cowboys earlier this morning, and Mike McCarthy is heading to Frisco now to meet with Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, and... Probably more Cowboys brass, but that's the that's the big news of the day. Big Jason news. Garrett still technically the head coach of the Cowboys, but Jerry Jones and company are getting starting to lay the groundwork mm-hmm. for the future head coach of the Cowboys, and they are starting with former Green Bay Packer head coach Mike McCarthy and former Cincinnati Bengal head coach Marvin Lewis. Now, I will say Patrick Walker of CBS Sports hinted at the fact that the Marvin Lewis interview feels more like an interview for the defensive coordinator position than it does right. the head coach position, which seems... Now, now whenever they do this, uh, they, they must be on the same page. Whoever the head coach, and I'm quite sure in passing, Marvin Lewis and Mike McCarthy, they probably had changed each other phone numbers. Say, hey, you know, hey, what's going on? Man? How you been doing, man? You been on? Yeah, I've been on. Hey, what you been doing? You want another cup of coffee? Let's, let's, let's try to get the Super Bowl ring down here in Dallas, you know. Let's, let's, let's revamp the legacy here in Dallas. And for those who don't like, for those who don't like college coaches, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That will be McCarthy and there will be a Marvin Lewis opposed to a college coach. That's, that's what's going to happen, basically. Shout out to you, JD. Let the AI speak. Don't be surprised when Jerry announces coaching from week to week will be a game time. Decisive. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> oh, it that, signals to me that the, the Jones are going right. to keep putting their hands in and on this franchise in ways that they don't need to, and just instead of focusing on just the front office stuff, they're mm-hmm. really trying to still keep a keep a hand in what's going on there on the field, and that is not the recipe for success. At least it hasn't been for the past. We're almost going on 30 years. Now. I know. So, yeah. And from the 716 on the Autoflex Leasing Fan Text, Urban Meyer, Lincoln, Riley with Marvin Lewis as the defensive coordinator. I would absolutely love that. Uh-huh. Um, I will play some audio here a little bit later of Adam Schefter maybe uh, cooling the the uh, the expectations on Urban Meyer to Dallas. I would love. If Marvin Lewis is a defensive coordinator. Shout out to you all, man. Thank y'all for joining the Silver Elite packages man in the membership club shout out to god of blackness says panther fan here just being nosy shout out to you god of blackness and the triple blackness of the world (laughs) and god said let there be light right so technically god of blackness blackness was here before light Ooh, that's some deep stuff huh god of blackness me and you gonna have to talk on that right yeah and a triple darkness let that be when you've had ample time to be able to do so, and now you're interviewing people while he's still technically under contract, and he hasn't been uh, told that he's going to not be there next year, but he might be in another capacity. Just nothing about this has been going gone about the right way, and it just makes me more and more nervous about how the rest Shout of this you, offseason is going to go for the Dallas Cowboys. All right, what Ranger stuff you got for me, Sterling? Yeah, man, a uh, couple a couple things going around the rumor mill rumor mill for the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers. Shout out to the Texas Rangers, man. Um, 
it, it, it's crazy, Cowboy Nation. So I just want a coaching staff to come in and just be on the same page with the defensive staff, with the offensive staff, and somebody, somebody that can find some special teams. Boy, it's been a minute since we can look back and say, you know what? Was it Ryan Switzer, the last person to run off one all the way back? No, no, no. It was Tavon Austin, right? It was Tavion that was in the uh, – I call him Tavion because that's what Jerry Wayne calls him uh, uh, in the uh, Seattle Seahawks game. He, won, he ran one way, way back. But, but this year, we had no special team play. So whoever the coaching is going to be, uh, here's my uh, five pillars that I want them to do. Number one, don't do any retread players, meaning that, hey, this player say, hey, I want to come back and play for the Dallas Cowboys. No. Uh, get, that, that's number one, meaning Jason Witten, you gone. I, we love you. We love your services. We 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 we, uh, <laughs> we 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 celebrated when you caught those touchdowns downs and these sorts of things. That's number one. Number two, or number four, we're gonna break it down from five to five to number one. Number four, create. I'm talking about this. Create a hostile environment for all of the players. Nobody get the special treatment. That's number four. Number three, establish something. Let's, let us be known for something, Cowboy Nation, whether it be for defense, whether it be for offense, whether it be for, for a team that's going to be stingy, take the ball away, establish that. Number two, Number two that I want this new coaching staff to be is be transparent as relates to interviewing. I'm so sick and tired of how you doing, guys. I'm tired of that. Yes, it's PC, but I want that coach to be able to say, hey, <laughs> Amari Cooper dropped the god doggone ball in so many ways. You see what I'm saying? Or Dak Prescott went through his progressions and it didn't hit the target on time. Number one, I don't want to see coaching clapping. I don't want to see coaching clapping and clapping on the backside. That's cool for Pee Wee. That's cool for maybe middle school and high school. But I don't want to see that. That's my number one deal. So those are the five things that I want to see change in the Dallas Cowboys. You see, let's go Cowboy Nation. Let's listen to more what they have to say. Yes. So he might still be able to swing Nolan Arenado. Another thing that we're going to run into, the Braves seem to be in on on Nolan Arenado as well. They're still talking about. Uh, They're kind of waiting to see. They're They're still talking about that. All right, Cowboy Nation. Let's see how much how long I've been live on here. Boy, I got nine, ten more minutes. So let's go. Cobb led the teams with drops. Oh my goodness, Bill was his. uh, Who said that? Bill Bates. Really appreciate you, long time uh, follower here. Um, Yeah. Here's the thing. If we can will and deal and finally have some people to put football first, opposed to saying, okay, we deserve to go on vacation. Let's go on vacation. And and we pass up on people that's on the free agency. This is what I'm going to do. I might have to look down the list and see all of the free agencies that's going to be free agents and those who's going to be out there on the market. If we can find a younger, more elusive faster person that can play that slot position bye-bye Cobb you see I love his I love the aspect what he brought into the team but one thing that I can say if if that's the situation and if that's the scenario then bye-bye Cobb now if the Cowboys fool around and hire Mike McCarthy I think that he would know everything about Cobb and he, he would know the playbook. Maybe you just have him in for a cup of coffee from that aspect of it. But outside of that, if we got some talent 
if we find some people that's in this draft that can make some plays in the in the middle of the field, then whoop de woo. See you later, you know. <laughs> or if we can find a, a a true tight end to match up with Jarwin. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, let me see what my guy says over here. Uh <laughs> Jay, he says, Law, turn on ESPN or BSPN. <laughs> oh man, I turned my TV off over here. I have to go through some whole rewiring and stuff so i'm not able to turn in let me know jay what they're saying over there man let me know team and we put up nine wins at least in the season then we'll talk about ping pong that's what i was but thinking for now let's just at least focus on winning and leave all the, all the games to the side yeah be like you know what guys if you really want the ping pong table and the shuffleboard table back go win the division yeah you, you don't even have to like you, you don't even have to <laughs> you don't even have to go to the super bowl no just win the division just win, just win a few games and then that way you can at least have some kind of something to hang your hat on and say, oh, yeah, we we can relax a little bit. You know, we, we've done well. We've taken strides. We're going the right direction instead of, yeah, we, we are at the top. I love Devin Smith as, as an option, but uh, Tyler, I think the sun set on Devin Smith. I thought that he was going to be able to stay in these games longer periods of time, uh, but he was not able to. I don't know whether it's because of politics. I don't know whether or not it was because of his injuries of his knees or what have you. Uh, or he got into it with Sanjay Lyles. I don't know. I definitely don't know. But for us to continue to do these retreads, no. Bring in somebody fresh, you see. As they say, law trying to burn down the entire house. Well, bring in something fresh. I'm burning down that bridge, Dan. Because I want players that can play on Sunday, not look like uh, uh, B2K on the sideline. You see, I want people that can get out there and play. That's just my that's just my observation for the nation. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, some more news for you. So Ryan Tannehill, they're getting ready for uh, for their playoff game, uh, and it does look like the Tennessee Titans are trying to keep him long-term. Yeah. The reports are saying that the Tennessee Titans are prepared to offer Ryan Tannehill a long-term co uh, t contract and could possibly franchise tag him if the sides are unable to come to an agreement before free agency hits. That's coming from Ian Rappaport, saying that they are committed to Tannehill for the future, and especially if he leads them to a wild-card win after leading this charge yeah. to get them into the wild card anyway. It looks like they're going to roll with Ryan Tannehill for the near future. Yeah, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. He's been a sort of a godsend for them. As yeah. soon as they, they put him in the starting lineup, they have been a, a very, very good team, especially offensively. I do think Derrick Henry is is the straw that stirs the drink yeah. to, oh, uh, yeah. to steal from Stephen Jones there. But, sure. uh, yeah, Tannehill's been very good for them. I do think a lot of it rides on because if you go into Foxborough tonight and Tannehill looks like garbage... Yeah. Does that, how does that make you feel? Not great. Right? Like, I, I don't think that makes you feel great. I, I think Tannehill has, still has plenty to prove in terms of big game stuff. This is first playoff game. Yeah. Like, you've never. My thing is with Tannehill, they're talking about Tannehill, and I guess they're going down all of the playoff teams. Um, if you can run on the uh, Patriots, if they can establish the run with Henry, and if they can play some style defense, I think that their coaching staff are very familiar with the uh, Patriots. If they can establish that defense and also establish the run and Tenny Hill don't make those mistakes. And then he is an elusive guy that can get out. And he's like a uh, running the ball like a poor man's Josh Allen right now. But I think that if he can um, can, can get this thing going with their legs, uh, just like the Patriots lost to the Bills, I believe that they lose to the Bills. They can roll out that same format and they can get that dub. They can. I think the weather will be okay. 
uh, for for that game uh, today. So we'll see. Um, <clears throat> Cowboy Nation. Let's see. It's got three more minutes, man. Uh, Quinn is a must resign. Yes, uh, he is a must resign. I think that uh, he, he can bring in uh, some more uh, pressure to the quarterbacks next year. And I think that he'll be more familiar with this uh, particular area and teams and playing along the sides of the, those guys, unless they go out there. Can you imagine? Guys, can you guys imagine if the, he had like a, a true 350-pound guy playing right beside him? Or, and somebody have to worry about double teaming the person that's in the interior opposed, opposed to double teaming the uh, the person on the outside. Think about that. I mean, all this year, nobody said, you know what, we're going to double team the guys from the interior, from the three tech, from the one tech. No, 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 no. They said, hey, we're going to double team. We're going to keep, keep a, a tight end in the backfield. We keep an extra running back or something like that. Or have the running back to chip. D-Law. Have a running back to chip or, or an extra tight end to, to stay behind to uh, take on Robert Quinn. You can't do all of that if you had somebody that can create pressure consistently from the interior. Boy. All right, Cowboy Nation, that's all the time that I have for this beautiful day. I really appreciate you all. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to tune in to Cowboy Sports Talk and beyond. Um, hey, one day at a time, one movement at a time, and we're going to continue to grow just like my facial hair, inch by inch, right? Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get on. I'm got to get on out of here. Um, I didn't spend enough time this morning. Let's go. Yeah. Y'all hit up and thank those who subscribe, man. Thank those who uh, support the channel, man. Really appreciate you all that's here. And uh, shout out to uh, Justin D. Wingo, uh, God of Blackness, JD, Joshua, Q Childs, Stetlow's 300, Uncle Dave Cowboy. Really appreciate you. Uh, guys, <laughs> I think that's how you say your name. Uh, Matt, Jeremy, and uh, Mandu. And Stellos for being like one of the, the key contributors for the day. And those who uh, share this content. Let's continue to grind, Cowboy Nation. Bobby, Joe, that's on my uh, Facebook, man. Really appreciate you. Cindy, thank you for sharing and caring. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Baby beer, baby. Hashtag baby beer. It's going it's to come back. It's going to come back, right? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Sandra Love. What's good? Loving Aries. Oh, and all of the mods. Really appreciate you all. J Form. Let me know what happened to Devin Smith. Contact me on that one. Yeah. And remember, you all are listening in to nothing but the bass. Salute.